Coming up on Over a Barrel. Some countries like Angola, some African producers, Libya, they're sick and tired of being held down. Their quota is being held down and they want to produce more crude oil and they don't need oil prices to be as high as the Saudis do. So there's a little bit of dissension here amongst oil producers on what to do. And this is going to be a really interesting week ahead. Over a Barrel starts right now. Welcome to the program on Over a Barrel. I'm Matt McLean alongside Patrick DeHaan, and it is that time again we are here to talk about, uh, well, obviously, oil prices, gas prices, holiday travel. Come on, turkey, let's go. I mean, tryptophan in the veins, right? So we've got a lot to go uh, over. Patrick, how are you doing? That's the most important aspect. Well, great, Matt. It's uh, good to be here with you uh, you know, we're, we're all preparing to celebrate in one way, shape or form. And I think there's, as we're probably sitting here talking, there's people, millions of Americans on the road. So uh, hopefully you're well, apparently both you and I are not on the road or who knows anymore, but <laughs> no, I am not on the road. Uh, not yet. I will be tomorrow uh, throughout the majority of the day, but not today. I, uh, I am sitting in front of the computer, uh, at my normal usual spot and enjoying life, monitoring news, monitoring oil prices, monitoring things from OPEC, looking at the gas buddy app and smiling from ear to ear at some of the stuff that I am seeing, uh, because it's saving me money, and that's what's uh, important in all of these aspects. Uh, so, how about we get kind of uh, right in, in, sure. in into the whole thing? Do you do you like the white meat or the dark meat of turkey? I mean, you, you know, don't... I'm I'm always dark meat, Matt. What about you? I, th- I think the dry, you know, it's it's maybe healthier for you, but it's just not as tasty. Uh, you know, it depends on if I'm cooking the turkey or not. If I'm cooking the turkey, generally, uh, I, I I do like that that oven bag thing. And I do a, a complete marinade injection. And so the, the white meat's always really juicy as well when I'm done. And, and but yeah, I mean, I, I, I am, I'll take either one. Uh, it's Turkey. I don't care. I, I I'm oh, happy. You set me up. You set me up. You made me pick one and then you're like, it's Turkey. I'll have all of it. <laughs> I, well, it's the truth. I mean, I, I don't have a preference. <laughs> I'm one not going to say other. no. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> never since uh, my restaurant days, um, I always, um, I did fried chicken a lot and, uh, some I had to cook every time. And, you know, I just, I mean, they're, they're, it, to your point, it's chicken, it's fried chicken. I'll take either one, but yep. Dark meat, oh, yum, so good. It, there is a little bit more flavor, no question about, about that aspect as well. So, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. So, But now that we've got the most important aspect out of the way, the let's food. go. Yeah, yeah, the food, right? You know, Now uh, we're we, all tired and going to go to bed. Right, right. Won't even get into the trimmings, you know, the, uh, the sweet potatoes <laughs> and the mashed potatoes. The, the, those are the, just fillers. Come on. <laughs> you're absolutely right. A big feast. Uh, that does sound good right about now because I have yet to have lunch. Uh, so that, uh, that that does sound really yummy right at the moment. I'm going to get something after we we get done doing our podcast here. But, you know, to those who are listening, um, there's actually some, from what I'm gathering, some decent news. Uh, everything from OPEC to oil prices to gas prices at the local pump to you name it, it's going on. So yeah. talk to us about all this. Break it down for us. What's going on? 
Well, another week, uh, another, you know, uh, a lot's going on at the pump, Matt, at least, uh, you know, in the right direction for once is that millions of Americans are seeing uh, gas prices, which just now um, 325 there. See, just fresh data now at their lowest level since early January of 2023. So not a bad time to hit the road. Now, put it into the context of Thanksgiving. This is the cheapest Thanksgiving weekend you've seen since Thanksgiving of 2020. So that, of course, the height of COVID. Right. So, you know, we're at the cheapest Thanksgiving in a while. Of course, it was a little bit lower earlier this year for a temporary window. Uh, the national average did get down to 305 a gallon on Christmas of last year. But the developments are really interesting, Matt. OPEC has its annual meeting here late uh, this week. They've now delayed that to early next week. There's some contention amongst the ranks here, Matt. Usually OPEC goes into this meeting and, and has a firm grasp of what they want to accomplish, what their agenda is, you know, how much they're going to trim oil production in light of the decline in prices, which has hit four weeks now. Oil is down for four straight weeks. But the interesting thing was OPEC uh, apparently does not have everyone on the same page. And so they delayed their meeting. Uh, by four days. And what did oil prices do uh, in response? Well, they plummeted four and a half percent. They were down below $74 a barrel map, but now they've recovered some of those gains. We're back up to about $76, but it's going to be really interesting after all that turkey is settled and you know all your stuffing and all your casseroles have settled in your stomach and make us feel like we're, well, probably rightfully so, full of salt. <laughs> um, OPEC is, uh, is going to have a critical decision to make on, on how it reacts to the decline in prices. And Matt, I think th this is where there's a kind of a fork in the road. If OPEC acts to cut production and if oil prices bounce back up, well, then we may have seen the lowest prices that we could see, um, until, uh, until January. But if they don't act, there's a window of opportunity here for more and more stations to fall below $3 a gallon. So let's break this down for just a moment here. OPEC uh, essentially made their announcements that they were going to uh, cut production several months ago, but yet prices have continued to fall. So is there a thought process perhaps in their mind that if they cut it even further, that that is going to um, bring a yeah. halt to the falling prices? I mean, it seemed to backfire the first time. Well, I mean, you know, there, there've been various things that OPEC has done. Um, you know, it's kind of like getting the defibrillator trying to shock the market back to where they want it, but there's only so much OPEC can do so many comments they can say before the market says, Hey, you know what? A hogwash. We don't believe you anymore. And, you know, there's always been the attitude, of course, OPEC has, you know, oil producers have not always not always done what they've said they're going to do. Right. So always a healthy dose of skepticism here that um, eventually, Matt, there, I mean, OPEC's been cutting production, mainly the Saudis and Russians. Right. But mm -hmm. they the Saudis have a lot of bills and you can't just keep cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting production because you're cutting down, especially in light of the fact that oil has dropped. The Saudis are taking in a lot less money. They have a lot of shiny toys that they have to pay for in the coming years, a well, lot yeah. of developments. They've got that massively large line city thing that they're building that's like 200 miles long or something out in the middle right. of the desert. You know, they got yeah. a lot of stuff. They got bills to pay. So, you know, the thinking here is, Matt, that, that some of these oil producers, maybe not Saudi Arabia, because Saudi Arabia's agenda is just to, to drive oil prices higher at all costs. But some countries like Angola, some African producers, Libya... They're sick and tired of being held down. Their quotas being held down, and they want to produce more crude oil. 
and they don't need oil prices to be as high as the Saudis do. So there's a little bit of dissension here amongst oil producers on what to do. And this is going to be a really interesting week ahead, Matt, um, after hopefully my Wolverines take down the Buckeyes. Um, I think my attention after that moment will turn completely to OPEC and what they end up doing. It, it's certainly going to be an, an interesting and significant uh, potential uh, for oil prices to go up or down, depending on what they do. Yeah. And so that's the key. So as we move into December uh, within the next week or so, you're thinking prices at the pump will probably continue their downward cycle. You think we're going to start leveling off. I mean, mm -hmm. I am always good for 99 cents of a gallon. Of course you are. I'm always good for it. You're always good to drive places for 99. I think most Americans would, would probably take that. Um, you know, it, it, it's hard to know, Matt, on how much lower we can go. I'd say if OPEC, you know, if, if OPEC wasn't meeting, I think the national average could fall another 10 to 20 cents. But OPEC's meeting, and if they do something, especially unexpected, I think that's going to royal markets temporarily. So um, I think OPEC's got kind of a, a control over where prices go between now and Christmas. But, you know, let's let's sum it up nicely, though. E even before this meeting, Matt, as, as people are taking to the road, we now have 70,000 gas stations in the U.S. below the $3 a gallon mark. None of those are in California, but even in California, there's a couple stations. Now there's one at 365, one at 379. Um, I'm going to recheck the list. There were 13 states where the average price was below $3 a gallon, Matt. And it looks like we have now, just now, New Mexico, 2.999. We can now, I'm going to post this on Twitter. We now have 14 states with average gas prices below $3 a gallon for Thanksgiving. No kidding. Really? That's uh, that's impressive. Um, so what you, I, I, I want to dissect down just a little bit of what you were talking about there. Are you, are you saying that uh, OPEC could be the Grinch or or Santa Claus? Yeah. You're, you're kind no, of looking no, more toward the Grinch. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, it's a great, it's a great question, Matt. I'm not really sure what OPEC's going to do. And and you have all these oil analysts and, and there are, there are thoughts, you know, um, I'm erring on the side of they're not going to be making a disruptive shift in their policy, but there will be some salacious headlines or comments by OPEC to try and drive oil markets higher. They always do, right? Because why act when you can just speak? And so OPEC may come out with some headlines that, that point to them changing their minds or moving one way and not another. Um, but I don't, I don't think this is going to be a market moving meeting, a market moving. Yeah. MMM market moving meeting. <laughs> um, so at your particular thought process is that uh, where you, at least as things stand right now, and there's always a little asterisk right there, um, because one never knows what tomorrow holds because, you know, tomorrow could be a whole new day of breaking news. We just never know. But yeah. as of right now, you are thinking we are not going to see any massive like price spikes and, and just craziness, uh, between now and Christmas. If it does, it was, it was probably going to be something like a, a gradual, uh, halting of falling prices, maybe inching up. I mean, you're not talking anything, uh, really jolting, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope not. I mean, every once in a while, they, they could pull a rabbit out of a hat. And, you know, I, I think there's always that possibility. Um, there's always that possibility, Matt. So it, it, it's just, 
you know, they're, they're kind of up against a wall and that's, and that's when the risk increases of you not really knowing what they're going to do. When somebody's up against a wall, they might do something that's completely unexpected. And that's what I'm a little bit worried about here with, uh, with OPEC, but you know, get, getting back to the U.S. Um, with now our 14 states below three dollars a gallon, I, I'm not going to be the pessimist here. I, you know, let's focus on, you know, it, it's a great time of year to hit the road. Gas prices are at their lowest for this time of year since 2020. All in all, there's a lot more sub three dollar prices than there were a couple of weeks ago. Every single state Matt is seeing prices lower than a month ago, and Compared to last year, uh, 41% of Americans hitting the road. It's going to be a heck of a time to hit the road, Matt. And I'm just looking forward to uh, to having some bourbon here later today and enjoying myself and and sitting down and, and peace and quiet. I hope uh, you know. I hope you're able to enjoy and, and rest and relax here this weekend as well as we enjoy these low prices. I uh, yeah, I am learning in life to just basically take it one day at a time. The current day that I'm in, and if today's prices are 99 cents a gallon, I'm not going to complain. I'm in denial. Can you tell? I would really like the <laughs> prices to be at 99 cents a gallon, but you know, oh. I I recognize though. Yeah, I will say this: I'm extraordinarily happy from where they were a year or two ago. Uh, I'm extraordinarily happy even from where they were just a few months ago. All right. You know what? It, now it's time for the fun. Now we're oh, now we're going to okay. start talking about politics and people are really going to get incensed over this. But I'll, I'll, I'll clarify. Uh, and before you get off the rails, I'm going to say this as <laughs> neutrally as I can. You know, politicians have been trying to take credit or blame politicians for what's happening right now with gas prices. All of it is a farce. All of it. Nobody deserves credit. Nobody deserves praise. Nobody deserves blame for where prices are because oil prices and gas prices matter, not just a U.S. issue. This is a global issue. This is a global phenomenon. When oil goes up here, it goes up everywhere. When it goes down here, it goes down everywhere, right? So there are politicians right now that are saying, oh, thanks, inflation, this, and gas prices are high. Politicians like to think they're the most powerful people on the planet, but they have no power over harnessing the beauty of economics. And, and that's what I'm here to say is that I, I, you know, I've been dealing with some folks on Twitter. I've been calling out on both sides. Uh, we saw a CNBC interview from somebody in the White House today who said that Thanksgiving prices were at their lowest since 2020. And I was trying to explain lowest, they were at their lowest Thanksgiving level since Thanksgiving of 2020, right? If you don't add that Thanksgiving word in there, people are like, oh, they were lower in January. They were lower in January. And on the same time, there was a politician in Oklahoma who said, thanks, Biden, for, you know, $4.79 diesel when there were stations $1.50 lower than what he paid. So I think that was one of the rare situations, Matt, where this politician actually used the Gas Buddy app to find the highest diesel price, paid it to make a political talking point. Like... I could not imagine paying $1.50 more a gallon to try and make a really weak argument that prices are really high. He was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He paid $4.79, Matt. And I noticed going to TulsaGasPrices.com, the lowest price for diesel is $3.24. $4.79 is what he paid. Tulsa's $3.24. There's a station in Oklahoma City. Um, let's see here. Station in Oklahoma City, just a little bit higher than that at about $3.39. So uh, the OnQ Express in Oklahoma City at three forty nine. I uh, I don't know. It's Matt. It's not hard to find a high price if or pay a high price if you want to. Right? Somebody's always going to take your money. Uh, if I wanted to pay nine ninety nine for wrong. diesel and say hashtag thanks Biden, 
you know, it's not going to be hard, Matt, for a station owner who'd say, sure, I'll have $9.99 a gallon instead of $2.59. Well, that's that you, I mean, that's a very good point. You absolutely raise a very good point there. Um, so, you know, I, like I said, I take it one day at a time. Very thankful that, uh, you know, the prices for tomorrow look to be the lowest that they have been since the height of the COVID uh, pandemic in 2020. And uh, I'm extraordinarily thankful for that uh, on this Thanksgiving. See, see my, my little play on words there. Uh, my play on words is Thanksgiving. Man. Uh, give, uh, give tanks. Well, give tanks for the cheaper tank. You, you, you are America's gas buddy. I'm just saying. So, I mean, that, that does kind of fit your whole personality, throwing it out there. Did I just coin a new term for you? America's gas buddy. I mean, that, that kind of, that, I like that ring to it. Can we start calling Register it twitter.com, right. new name. <laughs> America's Gas Buddy. I like oh, that. Oh, the domain name's gone already. Is it? Somebody, somebody must have been listening live. Oh my goodness, that's a shame. So yes, price points are where they are. Uh, for those who are traveling and uh, driving around, what's the cheapest state uh, that we should go visit yeah. right now and fill up? Well, Matt, uh, anywhere in the South. Um, I mean, they're all pretty similar, but look at the cheapest state right now at this moment, Texas. The average in Texas is $2.71. Mississippi, $2.74. They're the second cheapest. Oklahoma, the third cheapest at $2.77. So just about anywhere you go, Matt, I think it's very similar to last time. Uh, deep South, Louisiana, Georgia, Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, South Carolina, Missouri, and Iowa. Um, not a bad place. And by the way, Matt, kind of a different spin here on gas prices, but there was also this debate in the media about how much a turkey costs. Um, there was a, a commentary on Fox, um, and I was on Fox Business, by the way, talking yesterday on Varney and Company uh, about the low gas prices. Uh, very nice folks over there at Fox. Um, a lot of people are probably going to yell at me for saying that, although I would say I deal with a lot of people on the political spectrum from Fox to MSNBC and to all the other outlets. But the point was that somebody spent $90 on a turkey. Whoa. And yeah, I, I looked it up what here at my local Costco. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I was actually in Costco just the other day to get dog food for a puppy that's sitting six feet for me. And I did happen to glance Costco had like four freezers of frozen turkeys. And that's what caught my eye is usually, you know, they have uh, fish where the turkey was and the turkey mm. was 99 cents a pound. That's what so, I've got here in my uh, neck of the woods as well. 99 cents a pound is what yeah, I'm so that, that, that for a massive 30 pound bird would be about 30 bucks, yep. right? Actually a little bit less. So the fact that somebody spent like triple that was was very eye-catching to me. I, and turns out it was like a, a range-free, um, antibiotic-free, uh, many of the buzzwords of, you know, free-range, grass-fed. Um, they probably take it to a day spa. Um, you know, but but <laughs> back to this inflation thing, some of these talking points, <laughs> I mean, did you imagine the turkey in the day spa? I'm sorry, I'm envisioning a cartoon version of a turkey going to a day spa. <laughs> Sorry, S just like a cigar in his mouth or I like some, some bourbon or something. <laughs> the, tur the turkey's being quite the turkey. Oh, boy. With a face mask on, you know, and, and two cucumbers on the eyes. I'm, I'm just, I'm just yeah, sorry. They, they, my yeah, mind yeah. went there. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. It harkens me back to Mrs. Doubtfire, the meringue mask. Oh, yes, dear. 
<laughs> oh, would you like a would you like a lemon drop? You know. Oh yes, you have a tonight for you. That's it. I don't see now. This is the part you won't get on TV because I can never do a Mrs. Doubtfire voice on TV. Oh yes, dear. So just just won't happen. So we have exclusives right here on Over a Barrel. There you go. I, I, just in time for Thanksgiving, everyone. It's the Mrs. Doubtfire. And I was reading a story on Mrs. Doubtfire, by the way, that they have they have 970 cases of Robin Williams outtakes because he was improvising so much. That's why that is on the tip of my mind. Um, rest in peace, Robin Williams. But right? the director, Chris Columbus, was saying he wants to make a documentary on all the outtakes that Robin Williams had. So anyway, that that's, you know, I, I imagine Mrs. Doubtfire with her her meringue mask <laughs> in the one scene with Mrs. Selner. And, um, you know, now I think that uh, the turkey with the meringue mask. I mean, it's kind of fitting, right? A pie? You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. A pie, uh, which we're all going to have on Thanksgiving, uh, hopefully. I'm trying really hard to behave myself and, you know, lose some weight and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. You uh, pick the worst time of the year to yeah, decide to lose some weight. There is no right time of the year. There's always an excuse to eat badly. So I, I'm trying. But yeah, I will probably fudge just a little tomorrow. Uh, but no not, pun intended. No, I'm yeah. fudge just a little bit. <laughs> you know, I'm the weirdo that's got an allergy to chocolate. So I can't eat anything chocolate these days. I don't don't know why it's been that way for probably 10 or 15 years now and and that's uh, god protecting your body from you from you know <laughs> do not eat chocolate i'm you're, gonna give you an illness yeah i mean it couldn't have happened to brussels sprouts or something else it had to be cocoa just absolutely had to be chocolate um and and since then i have met one or two others that have an allergy to cocoa and i'm like really no way you, you poor soul you know you would be surprised what's in, what cocoa is placed in uh taco bell puts it in their ground beef uh, a lot of chili has cocoa in it. Got to be cautious about that kind of stuff. So I know it's crazy. The more you know. Right. So, <clears throat> so yes. So there's a, there's a lot there. Kind of like whenever you were teaching me about the detergents and stuff that go inside and, gasoline that I had yeah. no idea. There's a lot out there of things by, that we by, just don't by know. By the way, I remembered my point where I was going with the inflation, Matt. And this was what I was going to say is they bought a turkey, um, you know, on on whatever the, the the Fox News host had mentioned the $99 turkey. And I was I was poking around here because, Matt, we've also I mean, we're we're, we're over a barrel. Right. We talk about gasoline Absolutely. and diesel and fuel prices. And, and where do you fill up with gasoline, diesel and, and all of these things? You go to a convenience store or a gas station, right? A convenience store that sells gas. And I have a little neighbor here, though they have refused to move into Illinois so far. There's this Midwestern um, uh, brand called Quick Trip with a KT. And Quick Trip has a lot of, of offerings in their convenience stores. And so I was looking at what you know, oftentimes you're going to stop at a gas station for Thanksgiving, but Quick Trip has basically the entire um, Thanksgiving menu available at many of their convenience stores. And actually the Milwaukee journey journal Sentinel put together a piece that, that highlighted the cost of buying a Thanksgiving meal. Now, Matt, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, this is interesting. I thought this was really interesting for a meal of six to eight people buying things like Chicken, gravy, stuffing, mashed potatoes, mac mm-hmm. and cheese, vegetables, sweet potatoes, dinner rolls, cranberries, pumpkin pie, and whipped cream, all from a quick trip. How much do you think an entire meal at Quick Trip for Thanksgiving for six to eight people costs? Uh, 
I have seen stories on there, so I'm wondering if it's a trick question or not. But uh, I no, was, it's, it's not a trick question. I'm okay, just, so in, I was in seeing the context for like turkey 60, for ninety dollars. Well, how much I was is this seeing, whole meal. I was seeing the whole meal basically was called, going to cost somewhere around sixty to seventy dollars this year for like what was it nine eight people or something like that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that, that that would be my guess after talking about $90 turkeys. But I, I just wonder if that was cooked, carved and delivered, maybe. No, it was know. frozen. It was frozen. Oh he God. actually showed a price tag of, of $115 frozen turkey. But again, it wow. was free range, grass fed, spa treated, you know, deluxe car wash kind of thing. And so, the, the, you know, there the, were 15 is, of those in my backyard just yesterday. I want <laughs> There's nothing better than fresh. Let's go. But, it was but, very fresh. Yeah, well, it would have been had you taken advantage. But yeah. there may be some hunting involved there, and I don't know about you know Kentucky's laws. The interesting thing was Is in the Milwaukee Journal. There, oh, there's plenty of jokes. I'll leave them alone. the The Thanksgiving dinner at Quick Trip cost forty three dollars and eighty six cents. That's a very good price. The roasted chicken, six ninety nine, but you get sixty cents off with dinner rolls. Ooh, gravy three forty nine, stuffing three sixty nine, mashed potatoes four seventy nine for twenty ounces, mac and cheese four seventy nine for twenty ounces, vegetables two ninety nine for ten ounces, sweet potatoes a dollar twenty one for two large potatoes thirty nine cents a pound, dinner rolls a dollar fifty nine for a twelve pack, cranberries two twenty nine for twelve ounces, pumpkin pie eight ninety nine for an eight inch pie. Mm. And whipped cream, three twenty nine for eight ounces. Now, Matt, we often talk about what you buy at the canopy that is filling up your tank, but we're not talking about filling up your tank, right, with a a hearty meal. And so that was really interesting. Quick trip uh, coming through clutch for anyone that needs that last minute meal with an entire meal for forty four bucks, which is less than half the price of the Fox News correspondent who decided to spend 90 or $115 on his turkey alone. I'm still so confused on how that's even possible. But, you know, it just kind of highlights, too, that gas stations are much more than just gasoline now. You know, they they have EV charging. Quick Trip, by the way, also has some of their stations have EV charging. And they, like, literally, Quick Trip has an entire commissary. Quick Trip's based in La, uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Uh, so does Wawa. So does... Yeah, uh, so does... I mean, so many others, uh, half the gas uh, convenience stores here well, have have either like mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Godfather's Pizza or Jersey Mike's or I mean, I probably shouldn't have started naming Subway. There's a whole bunch of them that's got there's a little bit of everything plus their regular groceries and plus the regular stuff. Here, well, you know? and the interesting thing about Quick Trip is they're generally based only in the Midwest. Their Quick Trip locations are generally throughout Wisconsin. And you're there's talking about the KW, not the Q, because no, the no, Q no, yes. is in my K- in, in St. Louis. We, we call it KT, right? Quick Trip. KT, yeah. not the QT, not Quick Trip of Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, they have wonderful stations, by the way, as well. Uh, the Cadillac of stations. I was in Quick Trip um, here in Lansing, Illinois, um, just the other day, filled up for two ninety eight a gallon in Illinois. It's like literally one of the cheapest stations in Chicago, but they had a lovely inside their store. They, I, I've known them since I went to Tulsa. Back in like 2002, and their stations were clean. They had all these dispens- beautiful oh, yeah. stations. Yeah, they're all throughout St. Louis where I grew yeah. up. They're everywhere, and well, that's, now, that was now the gas station choice. Oh, now that's they're in Chicago land, so it's 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 marvelous. But getting back to the other Quick Trip KT, you know they have a lot of stations. They also go by Quick Star. They moved into I think Northern Michigan. They moved into Minnesota. They're in Iowa now. Uh, but Matt, I've I've been to trade shows, and they have an incredibly run operation where. 
they have commissary. They have their own dairy mat. What gas station, you know, what, what convenience store chain has its own dairy? Like literally they have their own commissary. You mentioned Subway. These are brands within a gas station. Yeah. Quick Trip has its own, like everything. And it's because they have so many stations throughout Wisconsin, you know, just really wanted to highlight that we talk so much about the outside of the station, but there's a lot of, of, um, development and a lot of expanded options in many of the today's C stores. I mean, look at Bucky's, right? How many times have we talked about Bucky's? Right. You could probably spend, it, it's like going to, it's like going to Costco. You go into Bucky's, you don't need anything and you walk out of there with 50 bucks worth of stuff. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. Um, it's, it's, uh, they are quite a large operation. They're basically like a big box chain store. It's like a Walmart. It's like a gas yeah, station a big Walmart. Super center. Yeah. It's massive. It's, it's yeah. impressive. And, and like, and, and, and like a hundred and, and, and like a hundred gas pumps out front. Oh it's, yeah. That's, that's, that's probably, even crazier. Yeah. And, and, and that's probably being conservative at the number. I think I've seen some Bucky's where there are more than a hundred. I mean, it's like, wow. It, they're just, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I forgot where I was going to go with that too. I just had something on the tip of my tongue, but um, well, we were talking about Thanksgiving, talking about meals, talking about, you know, the different, oh, no, uh, j- j- just now it was something that I had on the tip of my tongue that I was going <laughs> to blurt out there. Maybe, maybe it'll come back to me. It was in regards to Thanksgiving and traveling and stopping. But, uh, you know, for those of you that are on the road, uh, check, check out one of these stores, you know, the, the, some of these big stations are just, they're truly something to behold and then rate them on gas buddy on the gas buddy app. You know, Bucky's always rates very well. All these brands that we've talked about have rated really well. And so there's just a lot of cutting edge, uh, options at many of these new C stores. And it's great to see, you know, you go inside and I mean, the, the, the QTs, you know, the, the Oklahoma based quick mm-hmm. trips, you know, you walk in there and it's just like they're dispensers, spotless. dispensers, they're clean. The restrooms yep. are clean. So you know, shout out to the, and, and by the way, on Thanksgiving as we're celebrating, those C stores are many times open. So mm-hmm. remember to be thankful for the people behind the counter, the people that are manning the stations that are enabling all of us to take the road trip. I'm, I'm thankful for all of those people. Thankful. Um, you know, and on the holidays, just remember to be, be friendly to them because they're giving up something so that you can make your destination possible. You know, having worked in news for so long, uh, there's really not a holiday that I have not worked uh, in, in pretty much every day part, sometimes overnight, sometimes early in the mornings, afternoons. I've missed Thanksgiving dinner because I was anchoring news, whatever. Uh, yes, Patrick is right. Uh, they would very much appreciate a moment of kindness uh, just look at them uh, very, you know, even if their line is long, it doesn't take but a second and say, you know, thank you very much. It, it, that is a very good idea uh, all the way around. I'm certain that they would probably very much appreciate that in their very stressful days. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it, it and that this is the time of year, you know, gas prices are down. Hopefully the people that are going in the store are much friendlier, given the fact that gas prices now matter down from, you know, almost 60 cents from just uh, a couple months ago. So I am not all, complaining. No, I mean, there's not much to complain about. Right. But, uh, you know, as we close up, I uh, would love to hear from anyone who's out there uh, listening. Uh, reach us on social over a barrel, Matt, over a barrel show on Twitter. I'm a gas buddy guy. Uh, send us an email to podcast at gasbuddy.com and uh, let us know your thoughts. Hopefully, we'll hear from some people that stopped at some really surprisingly good gas stations. Matt, hopefully, you'll stop at one. Don't forget oh, to sure use your I pay will. with gas buddy card. Always, always, always. I should have had some uh, specialty Thanksgiving music, I suppose, to close out the show with, but too little, too late, right? So 
You know, make sure you join us next time on Over a Barrel. I'm Matt McLean That's right. for Patrick gobble, Don. Gobble. Right, gobble, gobble. Have a Have great one. Great... There you go. We'll talk again soon.